And hello, hello, I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer and we're podcasting. I want to plug something I'm going to do right now before we start the show. Um, I'm going to be doing seminars. And if you listen to this podcast in a timely manner and not two months from now, it might be relevant to you, you know? So here's what's going on. I'm going to be doing some trust and estate seminars. I'm still a lawyer. Yeah, I do the podcast. I'm still a lawyer. So um, I'd love to get some clients. We do a good job. We're going to be in San Rafael, myself, David Brown, Rosie McNichol, Arden Kwan. We'll be talking about trusts and estates, who gets your stuff when you die, medical planning, God forbid somebody goes into a nursing home. Arden will be talking about that. Dynasty Trust, how to protect your children. The whole gamut. It's about two hours. It's a good seminar. They're smaller. They're more intimate. And I look forward to seeing you there. There's going to be one in San Rafael at the San Rafael Community Center on Thursday, May 9th. You got that? Thursday, May 9th from 10 to 12 p.m. at the San Rafael Community Center. It's at 50 Canal Street in San Rafael. We're going to do one in Petaluma at the Petaluma Community Center. That's on North McDowell Boulevard on Tuesday, May 14th, 10 to 12. And then in Novato at the Margaret Todd Senior Center on Hill Road in Novato, Wednesday, May 15th. So let me repeat that. San Rafael, 10 to 12, Thursday, May 9th. Petaluma Community Center, Tuesday, May 14th, 10 to 12. And in Novato, the Margaret Todd Senior Center in Novato on Wednesday, May 15th. They're all 10 to 12. We'd love you to register. There's no charge. The seminars are free. And just call um, 707-996-4505. That's the office. 707-996-4505. 4505. You can go to my webpage at lentillum.com and you can register there. Janet in Calistoga. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Janet? Oh, hello, Len. I, I, need, some, I need some advice. Sure. Um, I was in a, an accident uh, about a year ago. I was the passenger and we were rear ended. Okay. It caused me to have go to the hospital. Uh, I've had all sorts of soft tissue damage, and I finally have heard back from the insurance company. And they, uh, well, first of all, my bills have amounted to about $6,500, and uh, they are offering me $9,000. And I just think that's not quite right. Yes. Let me ask you some nosy questions, okay? Sure. sure. How old are you, Janet? I'm 84. Oh, 84. Okay. So yeah. I'm not going to get any better. No, no, no. You know, it, it, you get to be 84. You get to be in your 60s like me. We're not spring chickens. We don't spring oh, back so I, fast. Wouldn't I love to be 60 again? I, I know. Yeah. Wouldn't I love to be 40 again? I, I, <laughs> you know, I do trust yeah. in the States. I have older clients. They tell me, oh, you're a young guy. You are. You're a babe. Yes, I'm a absolutely. babe. And I'm a virgin. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So the $6,500 in medical bills... Yes. That's, part of it is the emergency room? They took you in an ambulance? To the, I went in an ambulance, yes, the emergency room. Then I subsequently went to a chiropractor. Uh-huh. Been to my own doctor. I've had x-rays. I've had... Right, and know, how much chiropractic treatment have you had? I think there were about 15 treatments. And you still have pain and suffering? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. And, and the agent today said, well, you know, we can only give you, it's, just, it's soft injury, it's soft tissue injury, so therefore, you know, it's 
that's what it is. And I'm thinking, well, you mean if I had broken something that would have been better? But Yes, it, you know, soft tissue injury sometimes takes longer to heal. It doesn't show up on an x-ray. No. And my brother's a chiropractor, yet insurance companies don't pay well for chiropractic. So here's what's going on. You're in the other driver's insurance company's sweet spot. They're never fair to anybody they can take advantage of. See, no lawyer really wants to take this case because... No, I I wouldn't think so. The bills are not that high. So they're offering you $9,000, and you could sue them for up to $10,000 in small claims court. Oh, okay. Um, You know, you can't get more than ten grand without a lawyer, and the lawyer's going to want a third. Yes, that's correct. um, Right. Um, you can call them up and say, look, I'm going to sue in small claims court. I've got six. And by the way, you have to pay back Medicare for all your bills. Yes, exactly. You, you know, how, how do you like that? So, well, you know, so my, 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 my benefit would be about $3,000. Yes, it's maybe. terrible, which would never, if I said to you, Janet, push a button and you can have all the pain you've been in. And I'll give you $3,000. You wouldn't push that button. No way. No. I mean, you wouldn't push that button for $100,000. It hurts. Absolutely not. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. W- welcome to Advil, you know, and, 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 which are not good for your kidneys either, you know. No, absolutely not. They, it's, it's are you taking real... Vicodin? No. Fortunately, I, I stay away from I that. hate Vicodin. I, I, I I've had Vicodin a yeah. few times. Makes no, me... I don't, I don't know how... All right. So, you know, and you're 84. Do you have the energy? Do you really want to sue somebody in small claims court? Well, I just want to get be done with it, but it just it just doesn't seem quite fair. Fair has nothing to do with it. To an insurance company, Janet, my, pardon my French, you know what fair is to an insurance company? A well, kick in the ass when you're laying in the gutter. That's fair to an insurance. I'm yeah. telling you, they like to take it, all of them. I don't care if it's triple A, farm is state farm. There ain't no good ones. And, and by the way, you got to have auto insurance and homeowners insurance. You still, they, oh, they, yes. You, oh, you I can't, have all that. Yes. And, you know, you, some people have, let's say you have farmers, just as an example. Let's say you've been insured with farmers for years, and you get in an accident, and the other driver has farmers. Yeah. You think farmers will be nice to you because you no, got, no, no. They'll, they'll treat you like dirt anyway. No. Yeah. I was very surprised that uh, my agent did nothing about this. No, no, it's not his, your, agent, your agent's job. They to, don't do anything. They're not there to help you. They're they're there to take the premiums. It's not their job to get money from the other insurance company. That's that's what I'm finding out. Yes, yes. And and you still have to have insurance. Look, call them up and say, I'm going to take you to small claims court. I'll I'll get 10 grand there. Let's settle for $9,500. The other thing you can do is if you want, you can call up Medicare and Mm -hmm. say, I settle for less than full value. Uh, here's another thing. When did this happen? About a year ago, right? About a year ago. You yeah. have two years. You can call up Medicare. Uh, we have the number somewhere for Medicare. We can give it to you. Okay. And you can say, look, I'm trying to settle this case. I, yeah. I know I owe you $6,500. Will you yeah. take $2,000? I'm settling it for less than full value. Yeah. So if you've got the energy and you want to bargain with Medica- Medicare Medicare, oh. a little, yeah. you get another four grand out of it. You know? Okay. All right. But otherwise... Otherwise, I'm stuck with the nine thousand. Yeah, it's just that—that's what's going on, and and, and lawyers, you know, lawyers want cases for the same amount of work to get you twenty-five thousand. A lawyer could take somebody with significant injuries, which they're looking for, and yes. get two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So I'd rather do the same work and get a third of two fifty than a third of twenty-five thousand. It's just sure. economics, and they know it, and they're not very nice about it. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yes. 
but no, I was I well it's a, it's a learning lesson. I I'm very surprised that my insurance company does nothing about this. No. I mean, they they hardly know what's going on. No, they don't and, care. And the other company, of course, is not going to pay me any more than they need to. Uh, by the way, um, you you have auto insurance so you still drive. Oh yeah, I still My drive. wish is that when I'm your age, 84, you're I'm as clear and alert and involved as you are, able to... Dr- Can you drive at night? Oh, sure. You're yeah. single? I mean, you'll find a husband in a heartbeat, you know? <laughs> really? Uh, my husband died about 12 years ago. So. And you're not interested in another one, right? Well, you know, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Prince Charming could still come around. Yeah. You That's take true. care, my dear, okay? Thank you very much for your help. You're I welcome. Really my pleasure. Kyle. In San Mateo, Len, tell him, Kyle, why are you calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. Um, very happy to talk with you. I love your show. Thank you. And, <laughs> um, this is the first time I've called, so I, I'll give you some background. Uh, my husband and I moved. We hired a moving company back in February uh, to move our items to our home. Uh, when they moved the items, they damaged about 13 pieces of furniture. Uh, we realized the furniture was damaged. Some of it we realized before they had left, so we called the company, let them know ahead of time, filed a claim. So I've been dealing with this since February. I have the insurance company had sent out a furniture repair company to estimate the damage to be repaired, and the insurance company called back and said, okay, well, we're going to send you a release, send you a check. How much but is the check? And the check's going to be for $2,880. Now, have you got really expensive furniture or not so? What do you, what kind of furniture you got in your house? Oh, no, we had some really beautiful pieces, um, and I, I gave them all. I, whatever receipts I had, I included those. I mean, one of my, my armoire was about $2,700. Yeah, it's a lot to fix broken furniture, and who knows if they can fix it as good. I mean, so why are you calling me? They offered you 2700 bucks. Why are you calling me? Well, the, my problem is that no one will show me the actual estimate to repair the furniture. The repair company won't call me back. They refuse to give me the information. The insurance company won't give me the information, and the moving company won't give me the information. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem fair. Here they say to you, look, we got an estimate. We're hiding it from you, and take it yeah. or leave it. Look, yeah. here's what I'd recommend you do. First of all, they can do that. You know, that, that's how insurance companies play this game. It's right. legal. Legal. Yeah, it's legal. They, 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 don't, you know, they didn't have to get an estimate. I mean, it's legal for them to say drop dead to you, but they don't want to get sued. So, and, and this company and the people you're dealing with there is a California company, right? Correct. Yeah, so what you could do is get your own estimate. Mm-hmm. They're not saying they're going to fix the furniture. They're going to say, we're going to give you $2,700. And then you have to sign this paper that says, even if it costs a million dollars to fix your furniture... We're only, you only, you're taking 2700 so forget about it. That's all you're ever going to get. End of story. So I would recommend, Kyle, you get your own estimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's more than the moving company gave you, which I'm sure it'll be, find a mm-hmm. good, fr- can you even find people who repair furniture nowadays? Where, where do you find such a thing? <laughs> well, I looked on Angie's List and Yelp, and there are a few companies. I know it's probably a dying art like clock repair. Well, but... see if you can find somebody local in San Mateo. Got it? Somebody local to you. And say, I'd like you to come and look at this. And then I'm sure the estimate you're going to get from somebody you choose, not some, you know, or, you know, you get in an automobile accident. The insurance company sends you to an auto body place who does probably shoddy, cheap work. They get a low estimate. You can go to your own auto body repair place and, and get your car fixed. It'll probably cost more, but you can do that. So get your own estimate. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it'll be more than the moving comp- the offer the moving company gave you. 
And then you can demand more money, give the estimate to the moving company as proof of your claims, mm -hmm. and if they say get lost, you sue them in small claims court in San Mateo. Okay. All right? So go get an estimate and see. I bet you it's going to be about $4,200. Whatever it is, you can sue up to ten grand in small claims court. Get an estimate, and after the insurance company for the moving company tells you to drop dead, call me back. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, actually, they did send another company, but I guess their estimate was higher, so that's why they didn't want to go with them, and they en ended up going with the lower one. Yeah. So. I, I mean, why would you accept an estimate? And they're not why? saying... Now, here's the point. Their company... Are they the insurance company saying we're going to give you the money? We're not going to have this company that estimated the damage do the fixing, right? Right. They're just saying you here's the money if you choose to use them. Fine. If you want to go somewhere else, fine. But this is all we're going to pay you to get it done. If it well, costs wait, 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 wait. Okay, so this might be easier. If they did, they send an estimator or somebody who just estimates, or somebody who actually works for a furniture repair company. A furniture repair company. Where are they located? Uh, the furniture repair company is located in San Jose, and then the other furniture repair company that they sent out is located in San Francisco. And have you checked out these companies? Are they, does this include them picking up the furniture, or do you and your husband have to rent a U-Haul and move the furniture to them? Some furniture pieces would be picked up by them. Some things we could drop off, and some things would be fixed in the house because uh, due to the weight, it would just be too much. Well, go get your own estimate first and then see what you want to do, okay? Yeah, and they'll, they'll call you back and give you the information yeah okay okay and thank you so much i really appreciate it. my pleasure anytime you want you call me back go get an estimate insurance companies don't you get it their job is to make money for the stockholders and for the overpaid executives and give you nothing I, oh except when it comes to they like to take in the premiums you know they like to put the money in the cash register but when you say to an insurance company put your hand in the cash register and take it out and give me money because you're insured hurt me it's like you're asking them to commit an unnatural act. Ugh, who wants to do that? Scott in Hayward, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Scott? Hey, yeah. Um, my wife had hired a, uh, a contractor to do pl uh, plumbing and major repairs to our mobile home. And, what in the, and we had arranged to take a trip, and he was going to do all this work while we were gone. Well, then he died. He died? And he d he passed away, and so he never completed most almost almost all the work. But my wife wait 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 did he do almost all the work or he never completed most of the work? He never completed most of the work. How much money did you give him? My wife gave him close to forty forty nine hundred dollars. Okay, and he died. The job's not done. So how come you're calling me? Have you um, does he have a wife and a family? Uh, we found out he does have a wife. But my wife had just been trying calling the number, you know, the business number, and just get, you know, get going to voicemail. And, and they never called one. you back. Right. Do you, do you have his home number? No, that was, I think, the business number. Yeah, you know, his wife has probably got the estate. You know, he's a little plumber in town. He's a licensed contractor? Yes, he, I think he's licensed in San Francisco, and we're in Alameda County. Okay. So, really, if you were going to have to sue, you can't sue the wife. This is a case where you have what's called a creditor's claim against an estate because he's dead and the money right. is in his estate. You have a one-year statute of limitations to sue on debts owed by a dead person, one year from the time he died. Um, oh, cool. However, there may not be an estate. You know, this little plumbing contractor, if everything he owned was in joint tenancy with his wife... Um, there's no estate subject to probate, and she will have no liability for his debts.
And another thing, I mean, I know this sounds tough, but the contractor, I don't think he was playing by the rules because a contractor is not allowed to be paid more than 10% upfront in advance. You know, he gets paid in installments for time and material as he does the work and buys the materials. Are there any materials he bought for you? Yes, he did buy some materials. Do you have them in your house? Um, yeah, well, we finally ended up having to, to have the work done again, you know, because we needed a new floor. Oh, yeah, needed, and so you're out another four grand. Or more than that, because he didn't do the. I don't think he did the floor. Yeah. Um, and, and my wife had gone to another contractor, and he like you said, you know, ten percent, you know, up front, and then, uh, and then when the work's completed, then then she gets the bill. Wait, let me do a consultation with David right here. David, if he didn't play by the rules, can they sue the wife without a probate estate? David's going to tell me what he thinks about that. She's not responsible for his debts; it's in his estate. So you'd have to see. And the thing is, if she didn't open a probate estate, it's going to cost you more than four grand to open an estate against him. His estate right. is responsible. So I don't yeah. see any way. I think you're out of luck. Yeah. It doesn't anyway. pay to, to open it. You know, I mean, what county did he die in? I believe he died in San Francisco County, but I don't know. And he was a resident of San Francisco County? I believe so. Well, that's where his business was. His business was in San Francisco. Yeah, he he would... was a young guy. He was like uh, maybe 41, 42. What, he just had a heart attack and killed over? Yeah, he had a massive heart attack and killed over. You know, so here he is, 41. He probably, let me guess, I'm making this up, but let me guess. He probably had a wife and kids, you know, and a house that's upside down or underwater. And he has this wife who's trying to make it go without the husband who died at 41. You're not going to forget about it. Stay away from lawyers. Don't sue the widow. It just, you know, write well, it no, off. My wife is just going to send her a letter just asking. For Say, some, yeah, you know, we gave him $4,000. Can we have the money back? And she probably doesn't even have it, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a feeling. Because had I known my wife had paid it up front, I would have said no. No, you don't pay contractors up front. You give them 10%. That's what the law says. You got it? Right. And then as he does the work, you move it along. If contractor comes to you and says, give me the money up front, kick him out the door. All right? David in San Francisco, how come you're calling a lawyer? Uh, hi, Len. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, you know, I own a piece of undeveloped land up in uh, Siskiyou County, Mount Shasta. It's called Mount Shasta Vista. And um, there's an HOA up there, uh, a homeowner association. And uh, there's not a lot of homes on there, but so it's mostly lots. And um, and so they, they, the homeowners association charges about eighty six dollars a year for like fire prevention and a few other miscellaneous cleanup things, right? Mm-hmm. So so uh, I've owned this thing for about I don't know about seven eight years ten years maybe, and I've always paid it on time. One year I forgot, which was back in two thousand and ten, and the assessment is about eighty six bucks. Well, I forgot to pay it. Uh, I don't recall if they sent me a hey a warning letter saying you better pay up or not. And they probably didn't. I probably forgot again because I was, I'm really busy. I'm self-employed. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so long story short, I end up getting a letter from a collection agency saying that, that they're, uh, they put a lien on the property and that $86 charge uh, had not only a, a $10 late fee from, uh, from the homeowners association, but uh, an, an additional whopping about $400, $450 tacked onto there and, and uh, the... Uh, the uh, um, the credit collection agency was telling me they gave me a list. They said uh, 
was $250 to, to process the... Uh, uh, How much the, do uh, they want from you now? How much do they want? So, uh, so over the course of the last three years of me trying to deal with them, now the, the thing has ballooned up to over $3,200. $3,200, and, and they're going to foreclose your property, right? Yeah, I got a notice of trustee sale, and I got it in the mail today, and also got one in about a week ago. I hate so those I homeowners associations. Let me explain yeah. what's going on. When you have a homeowners association, you have the CCs and CCNRs, you know, yeah. the covenants, yeah. conditions, and restrictions, right? So they yeah. give the homeowners association in there a lien. They don't even need a judgment. You should read it. It says, we can lien your property. So yeah. they put the lien on the property. The lien's over 3200 bucks, and you're in foreclosure. See, you're going to get out of this, but you're going to have to pay whatever costs they can prove. And believe it or not, that includes all of the costs in filing the lien on the property, together with the title company fees for sending out the foreclosure papers. And they're in cahoots with some lawyers or title company that jack up the fees. You know, they may even own the title company. I don't know. But they more or less, they got your debt to rights. And they don't have to give you a break and let you out by paying 86 bucks. You know, what you should have... Well, this this is what I had offered when I talked to the president of the association uh, last April. Yeah, uh, I, I I told her because at this point it was eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and I told her I said, look, you know, I will pay you the the, uh, the eighty six plus the late fee, and uh, and and one other because I also sent him a payment for eighty six dollars, which they re- returned the check anyway. Yeah, and I said I'll pay that one. I'm not going to pay the late fee on that because I I paid it. You returned it. And and then she and then she says, well, let me talk to the uh, other people because I'm not going to pay anything else. And I said, let me talk to the other people. I'll get back to you. She never got back to me. No, they decided to screw now, you. Yeah. yeah. So look, so, th- this is what happens when a homeowner goes into default, into default. You know, when you bl- the cure the default, the homeowner has to pay all the expenses of the foreclosure, even including those newspaper publication fees. Yeah. Um. You may be able so, to fight them if they didn't follow the correct process in declaring you in default, but that's going to cost you lawyer money, too, and they may have done everything correctly. How much is this property worth? Probably not. Uh, maybe $4,000 if I'm lucky. Yes. If that. Screw them. I- I'm telling yeah, you. Walk exactly. A- walk and, away and, from and, it. And, you know, no, you say, look, let's work it. something out. I'm not giving you want it. You get it for three grand. I'm walking away from this property. You know, You know what I mean? But it yeah. doesn't pay for you to have a, hire a lawyer. You're screwed, yeah, David. I'm sorry to tell you this. That's why I don't yeah. like living in condos with CC&Rs because you yeah, get these little Nazis who like to be the... This woman, wouldn't you like to throw you know, a Pepsi bottle with a rag in it full of gasoline through her window? That's what you'd like to yeah. give her. Don't do that. You well, know. well, the thing is, I, I was, I'm trying to be reasonable with them, and they're basically just giving me the middle finger. They are. They gave you the finger, and you know what? They can get away with it. That's the news. And, and then, on t- well, the thing that really upsets me is that I called them, I called the association, and they never returned my calls. And they, and they said that they were going to prove to me that they had sent me some, some warning letter that was... Uh, David, in, it's uh, a loser. Yeah. It's a loser. Yeah. You got it? It's, you're yeah. stuck. Okay. That's the story. Well, thank yeah. Thank you for saying thank you. Watch out for those CCNRs. Watch out for joining a homeowners association. Anne in Hollister. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Anne? I'm calling the lawyer because um, I have uh, before a credit card with American Express. They got sent off to collection, and um, I made a payment plan with that collection agency. Um, I got a letter from them stating that it was settled, and then American Express is trying to say that I never settled fully with them and um, that I still have a balance with them, even though it's already... 
Yeah, these damn credit card companies. Now, here's how it works. American Express, Visa, all of them, they don't sue people. They're not equipped for it. They take bad debts and they turn them over to collection agency. And then the collection agency goes after you. And sometimes the collection agency will even sue you if it's a large enough balance. How much did American Express say you owed that they turned over to the collection agency? Um, I can't recall the exact amount, but it was like 5000 something. And you paid off how much? Uh, 4757 is what I paid to the collection agency. And you have a letter from the collection agency saying your bill with American Express was paid in full, right? Correct. Okay. So what happens is because American Express can't sue you, they're not set up for it, they assign the debt. They assign your, the claim to a collection agency. And once they assign the claim to the collection agency, they cannot go after you for more money if their agent, their agent and assignee, that's the one who works for them, that collection agency, they settle the claim. So you tell them, look, here, I'm going to give you some words. How old are you, Ann? I'm 28. Yeah, okay, write these words down. You okay. assigned my debt to the collection agency, and your agent, your agent settled the claim. And you tell them if they keep hounding you, you're going to sue them under the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Everybody, you should Google this. It's called the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. The Federal Trade Commission, FTC, the feds, have a website that talks about all of your rights as a consumer. And if these credit card companies are coming after you for money you already paid, those suckers, those dogs, may they rot, they are, you know, violating the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, and I'll help you sue them in small claims court. So you got to tell them that. Did, did I talk too fast or you got all that? No, I, I got it. It's just that I, it's been on my credit for the past couple of years. I've tried to fight it with the credit bureaus, and they keep saying no American Expresses, that they, you still owe them. What Also, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, they got rules about your credit listings or your credit rating. If you... If, if something is showing up, you know, on some of these credit listing places, and if it's showing up there and you dispute it, you can contact them and say, I dispute this. And then they have to check with American Express. They got 30 days or something like that to do it. And if they can't resolve it, and American Express can't justify it, they have to take it off. So all of that credit reporting is there in the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Google it. You'll see it, Ann. You'll take care of it, Okay. Okay, thank you. Yes, you're quite welcome. So I do emails, right? And I'd love you to send me an email. It's lentillum.com, L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M, lentillum.com. And by the way, put a plug in. If you go to Facebook or um, you're downloading it with iTunes, give me a recommendation. Give me a rating. Um, give it a like. It, it helps get the word out. Remember, the more people we have, once we get the phone lines in and we get working, it'll make it for a better show. Thank you for joining me now. I really love that you're here. Let us know. Send me an email. Let me know what you think. LenTillum.com. So I do emails and you can send them to LenTillum.com. Here's one we got from Chris. My daughter was bitten by her friend's dog. Her nose and gum were scratched. Everything healed in two days and there were only $30 in medical bills. Um, we found out later the dog's bitten other people. My wife wants to contact the insurance company of the dog owners and get over $1,000. What do you think? You know, everybody thinks when they get injured that they've got a personal injury claim and they can retire. It's like they won the lottery. Forget about it. 
Your daughter healed up. Her claim is limited to medical bills and a few bucks for pain and suffering. The insurance company, they're, they're the worst. They're not going to give you a penny. They're not going to give you anything. I, I, I mean, forget about it. For $30, you're going to fight with the insurance company? God forbid you get in a serious accident and you really get hurt. You know, you're laying there and you're just taken to the hospital and you've got permanent injuries. Then the lawyers want to talk to you. Then you want to talk to Jim Gagan. You've got a legal problem. I know the best personal injury case. I know the best lawyer you can talk to. And that, of course, is Jim Gagan. And um, you got emails for him. You can send them to me at lentillum.com. Good show today. Thanks for joining me.